Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thank you for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you will start to see weaknesses become strengths. You will begin to see and feel greater light come into your life. Welcome, welcome to the Allegory of Spots. For this episode, the word is vanity. I am Lisa. What does vanity make you think of? Perhaps someone who is obsessed with how they look? The definition of vanity is excessive pride or admiration of one's appearance or achievements, the quality of being vain. How about that evil queen in Snow White? She was beautiful and had to be the fairest of all. She even had a magic mirror that she could ask daily to ensure she was the fairest of all. Until one day, the mirror said that someone else was the fairest of all. The evil queen, filled with jealousy and envy, she plots to destroy her rival. Finally, she disguises herself to tempt Snow White to eat a poisoned apple. All this so she could be the fairest of all. This is a case of vanity, wouldn't you say? This Grimm's fairy tale captures the reality that people have excessive pride in how they look. The tale was first published in 1812. So, people were dealing with vanity, a spot, back then. So, I ask you, on this day, are you vain in your appearance or your achievements? Does the need to look a certain way consume you, or does your achievement have to be known to everyone? Then maybe you have this spot. Some people use vanity as a goal to be vain. It is a strong driving force that doesn't bring the best out of us. In Jane Austen's novel, Pride and Prejudice, quote, Vanity and pride are different things, though the words are often used synonymously. A person may be proud without being vain. Pride relates more to our opinion of ourselves. Vanity to what we would have others think of us. Close quote. When we are consumed by something, anything, other than the Lord, we walk far away from Him. From the Old Testament in Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 5. Thus saith the Lord, What iniquity have your fathers found in me, that they have gone far from me, and have walked after vanity, and are become vain? The Lord is asking, What has he done? The Lord is concerned and asks, Why do we walk after vanity? Vanity is a spot, and all spots must be addressed and must be removed before we can stand spotless before God. So, how are we going to rid ourselves of the spot vanity? For the answer, let's turn to Jesus' answer to his disciples in the New Testament book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 1 through 6. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? 
And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them, and said, Verily I say unto you, Except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. All right, we received the answer. The opposite of vanity is humility. We must be humble and we must be childlike. A child is not vain nor puffed up, unless we forget. We must not offend our precious little ones. In the article How to Be Childlike by Leo Babuta, there are a few ideas about how to be childlike. They live in the present. There are no concerns about money, productivity, or being cool. There are no limits to their imagination, except when from what they've been exposed to. They play and lose themselves in play. They create with abandon. They are endlessly curious and ask questions without end. So I want to ask you, do you remember yourself as a child? Your 7 or 11-year-old self, do you remember your imagination? Do you remember creating and dreaming and playing? So how do we become childlike? The way for an adult to become like a little child, is to have humility. Be humble. Shed the pretense. Shed the vanity. Shed the pride, even as a little child. What else does a little child have? A pure heart. So, if we use the atonement and ask to remove all excessive vanity in our appearance or our achievements, we ask to remove vanity and being vain from us. Then, because we have changed, and we now have a pure and humble heart, and because we have become as a little child, then we, as adults, can enter the kingdom of heaven. Adults of any age can choose to live in the present, dream, ask questions, from this day forward, create an atmosphere of humility in everything you pursue. From the book of James in the New Testament, chapter 4, verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. We hope that you've heard the Spirit or felt the Spirit of God urging you to cleanse your life as you've listened to the various spots in the podcast series. There are a few easy steps to remove the spots from your life. The process isn't hard, and once mastered, you will use the process over and over again, going deeper into your soul to be clean and spotless. The first step is to start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life you need to get rid of, repent of, or be healed from. You will know your list is complete when you feel you have included all the items that come to mind. The next or second step is to take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit, so feed your spirit what you want to become. Third, 
You've identified the spots. Now let's get rid of them or cast them off. Here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. As you pray, ask God to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Remember, it gets easier. You may have heard this teaching by David O. McKay in one of the previous episodes. Your weakest point will be the point at which Satan tries to tempt you and will try to win you. And if you've made it weak before you have undertaken to serve the Lord, he will add to that weakness. Resist him and you will gain in strength. He will tempt you in another point. Resist him and he becomes weaker and you become stronger. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, stresses, and concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. It'll only bring you continued suffering, poor health, and distress to carry them. The last or fourth step. Once you've finished steps one to three, start the process again. Only this time, you're going to travel a little deeper into your soul. Searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface so that you'll see them. This is truly a personal experience with you and God as He helps you in the cleansing process. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourself of any and all spots. Then move forward by using the atonement of Jesus Christ each and every day to keep yourself unspotted.